Coming up on today's episode of Locked On Bucks podcast, we have more conversation about undrafted free agent Parnell Motley. We discuss how the NBA and MLB protests could have a trickle-down effect to the NFL, but first, Chris Godwin was held out of Buccaneers practice again today, causing some concern amongst media members. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks Podcast. I'm James Yarko, joined as always by David Harrison. You can find everything that we're doing over at BucksNation.com and make sure you follow along on Twitter at Locked On Bucks, at JayArko underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Your Tampa Bay Buccaneers lead story is that Chris Godwin has now taken multiple veteran days off during training camp, including Wednesday's practice, which has started to raise a few eyebrows and raise a few questions among Buccaneers media when Bruce Arians was asked about Chris Godwin's absence, Arians said, quote, that's for me to know and nobody else to find out. So I don't think there's going to be any uh, any stories trickling out about Chris Godwin's recent absences, but I'm not sure quite yet, David, if there's any cause for concern or because of this abbreviated training camp, because of all of these practices kind of being smashed together, you know, we've seen Brady and, and Jason Pierre-Paul and Gronk all taking days off. This could just be erring on the side of caution. You know, there are guys that, you know, I, I hate to say it, but it's it's more important for some people to stay healthy than other people in terms of this team's overall success. And it seems to me that this is just kind of being cautious and making sure that Chris Godwin and, and some of these other guys are are healthy and ready to go for the start of the season, which is really rapidly approaching. Yeah, I mean, at this point in an offseason that's been the way that this offseason has been, it's it's much better to err on the side of caution than to unnecessarily push a player who might, you know, I mean, Chris may have, you know, just kind of tweaked something here. Maybe his foot got stuck in the grass here. Or over there, you know, uh, he might have, you know, reached too far or something and, and had a little bit of a pinch in his back or something. I mean, you know what you have in Chris Godwin. And while the opportunity to get on the same page with a guy like Tom Brady and, and get that chemistry going, that timing, and, you know, when, when the defense does this, I'd like to see you do this when you're freelancing type of thing, is, is extremely important. What's more important is having Chris Godwin on the field with Tom Brady at all. And, you know, at, at some point you've got to kind of balance that. And that's something that Bruce Arians has been talking about all offseason, especially talking about these scrimmages and these live games that they're going to play at Raymond James Stadium is balancing the risk with the need to get ready for the season because you have to do both at the same time. You can't just ignore one while doing the other or else you're, you're just going to set yourself up for a, a big disaster when the season actually starts. And to me, that, that's kind of what this sounds like. I mean, again, Bruce Arians isn't saying anything, and I guarantee you Chris Godwin isn't going to be making any appearances on NFL Network anytime soon to say what's going on and why he's been sitting out. But, you know, uh, my, my hope anyway, I guess, if you if you want to say it, is that it's just maybe, you know, he a little bit of a bother here, or stiffness there, or, or pinch here, or something like that, 
and they're just erring on the side of caution. And really, you know, the silver lining to that whole thing is Scotty Miller's getting more reps. Justin Watson's getting more reps. Uh, Spencer Schnell is getting more reps, you know, uh, because of all this, these undrafted rookies that they had at the wide receiver position are getting more opportunities to show the coaches what they can do, get some time with Tom Brady. And, you know, if they need to be called on during the regular season for any period of time, this, this experience, you know, during this time period will help them certainly try to help these, this Buccaneers team get some more wins and, you know, ultimately make it to the playoffs, which is the, the ultimate goal for the entire team. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the absence of somebody like Godwin is giving some of these other players opportunities to shine with the lack of preseason games, as you talked about. Their their opportunity to make this roster is very limited. So we know Godwin's going to be there. We know Evans is going to be there. Gronk, OJ, Brait, Brady, you know, all these guys, Jason Pierre, Paul, we know these players are making the team. We know these players are starters. They're going to be big contributors to the Buccaneers. So these guys getting days off, making sure that they stay healthy because the Buccaneers, especially the receiving or the, you know, the, the wide receiver group is no stranger to having players carted off the field in training camp. We're making sure that, that these starters are staying healthy. They're staying fresh. They're staying ready for week one while giving other players the opportunity to potentially make the team see what they can do as far as contributing on the offensive side while, of course, stressing that special teams are going to be a major part of their play. And speaking of special teams, somebody that's expected to make the team and has a big role on uh, special teams play is Parnell Motley, who we are going to talk about in just a moment. But first, David, a little word from a friend of ours. Yeah, and you know, uh, hopefully, James and James, you and I are correct, and our our bias and our enjoyment of watching Chris Godwin play football isn't taking over our our logic sensors, um, and and we're we're correct, and the Buccaneers are just erring on the side of caution, and somewhere else that everybody should probably be erring on the side of caution when it comes to the maintenance of of what you're dealing with is your vehicle. I mean, your vehicle is what's getting getting you from point A to point B. If you have a job outside the home that you still have to go to on a regular basis, you really need that thing. Uh, to fire up for you and to get you where you need to go. Me, myself, I now have a job. I mean, every single day this week, I've had to commute two hours each way. So four hours total of my day has been spent in a vehicle commuting uh, into and back out of Washington, D.C. area traffic. So that's been a lot of fun. But if I had a car I couldn't rely on, it would be a lot less fun than it already is. And if I, you know, if I have any problems with my car, I know where I'm going to go. And that, of course, is rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. So you can go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. And isn't that the kind of person you want helping you take care of your livelihood, taking care of your family, even if you're talking about your family business? The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Just today, actually, I pulled into the parking lot to link up with some of my coworkers, and I actually saw them, saw one of them bring the very cell phone holder that I had mentioned on this show not that long ago in a Rock Auto ad. I, of course, asked him where he got that from. He actually looked at me and kind of smiled and kind of let me know where that whole thing came from. So, I mean, that makes me feel good. Um, and best of all, he took advantage of those prices at rockauto.com, which are always reliably low and the same for professionals or do-it-yourselfers, no matter if, whether it's a, a part to a tail lamp, a motor oil, new carpet, or a cell phone holder, you're going to get that same low price no matter who you are. Go to rockauto.com now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com. 
It's a Thursday edition here of the Locked On Bucks podcast and all the rage around Bucks Nation. Not the website, but the fan base. But you should visit the website, BucksNation.com. That's where David and I do stuff. You should read it. It's good. Uh, um, this guy's pretty popular there, too, though. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He is. Uh, all the rage among uh, Buccaneers fans is that of undrafted free agent Parnell Motley. Hashtag Motley crew. Um, he was a guest on the Salty Dogs podcast hosted by good friend of the show, Scott Smith of Buccaneers.com. And uh, David, I believe we have some reaction to uh, some of the clips that we're going to play here uh, from that Salty Dogs podcast. I just love competing and playing it, playing, had the love for this game and playing this sport, man. And I just maturing, maturing my game and taking my, 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 my game to a next level, man. And that's part of what it's all about, man. I'm playing with some big boys now, man. So um, I told myself I had to toughen up, and and he's got to keep going and go get it, man. But it's very exciting playing with this um with this great organization and meeting new people, man, and bonding with these brothers. One of those big boys is Carlton Davis, and he said he actually watched you, watched a lot of what you did at Oklahoma, and he was surprised that you weren't drafted. I'm sure some other people were as well. But that gave you an opportunity to choose a little bit where you wanted to go. Is or Was there any particular reason you decided to come here? Um, particular reason was maybe because the communication was great, man, and a great atmosphere, and I just love the things was head, was headed and going on in Tampa, man. So I feel like um, with these young group of guys, man, this was the best fit for me, me and me and my family, man, and just to just to grow all together, grow all this, grow all together, man. And that's probably why I came to this organization. I just knew it was gonna be fun, especially with a great guy like Tom Brady leading this team, man. <laughs> And I just thought, thought to myself, the sky's the limit when I was coming here. All right. Once again, that was undrafted rookie free agent cornerback Parnell Motley coming out of the University of Oklahoma on the Salty Dogs podcast. They're talking to uh, Scott Smith. And he was responding that initial part of that clip. He's responding to a question about, you know, his performance in training camp and how he's kind of hit all the high marks and been making a lot of plays and how he feels he's doing and talking about how he's he's got extremely high standards for himself and just wants to go out there and do the best he can and prove that he can run with professional football players. And I think at least so far to the availability that he's been able to, he's proven that he definitely belongs in this league. Again, we'll see what happens when the hitting is real and, and the competition is, is for keeps, but as much as we can gauge in his undrafted career so far, Parnell Motley has definitely arrived and he's definitely made a name for himself. So we'll see how much better he can get. But then James, really interesting. They're talking about coming to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, something as simple as communication, right? He says the communication was really good. And I think that's just, it's, it's kind of an underrated part of, of, of really probably all of our lives to be, to be completely honest with you. And, and you look in the NFL, there's so many moving pieces, especially around draft time and so many different, you know, technologies and everything. And I just, there wasn't a follow-up or any real elaboration on that, but I almost kind of wonder like maybe the Buccaneers, you know, made phone calls instead of sending DMS and emails, or maybe, you know, they called him directly instead of calling his agency and putting in a request for contact. Like, just there, there are so many little things that can make a person feel like your investment is really is, is, is part of them. I think all these guys understand it's a business, you know what I mean? So we're calling you because we think you might be able to make our football team better. Can, can we learn to like you and know you and, and care about your concerns? Again, there's a part of the show where they talk about uh, the loss of Parnell Motley's brother and, and what that means to him. So, you know, again, I encourage you guys to go listen to the episode and hear, hear Parnell talk about that and what it means to him and just, 
little touches like that can show that, you know, even though this is a business, even though there is a business relationship here and we may not be working together forever, that there are parts of the organization who care who you are as a person, what motivates you, what brings you to the sport, what brings you into the business. And we care about those things and implementing that into our program. And it sounds to me like those are some of the things that the Buccaneers were able to do to bring Motley in. And obviously it's paying off for them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Motley has already picked off Tom Brady twice in these practices. He's making a name for himself early on. He's doing everything he can without the benefit of preseason games to make sure that the coaching staff notice it, notices him and is, you know, keeping their eye on him, seeing how he can contribute. A big part of that is going to be special teams, of course. And, you know, if if Motley can get himself into a game and make an impact of some sort, it's going to be another big undrafted free agent find for Jason Light. Motley didn't go up against slouch competition in college. You said you know, he comes out of Oklahoma, Boomer Sooner. He plays in the Big 12. He's facing some elite NFL-level competition. He finished his career there with seven and a half tackles for loss, six interceptions, six forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries, a touchdown. You know, 176 total tackles. This guy was an impact player for a major program at one of the major conferences and somehow went flying under the radar enough to go undrafted and land on this Buccaneers squad. I I love what he said about the communication because we've seen firsthand how good Jason Light is and the coaching staffs have been about finding these undrafted gems. And if, if they now basically have this down to a science where they know exactly how to communicate, they know exactly what they need to say to get these players in there and give them the opportunity to prove themselves to become impact players on this football team, yeah, Motley's just the next one in line that could be a huge standout for this team. We talk about Ryan Smith being the, the special team's hero all the time, but when he gets on the field on defense – It's not so heroic. It's not so pretty. Parnell Motley can find his way on this team being a special teams hero, and it looks like if he sees some snaps on the defensive side of the ball, things are going to be a whole lot prettier than when Ryan Smith was involved. Uh, I mean, it can't get much less prettier than when Ryan Smith is involved uh, on the defensive side of things. And, And, yeah, I mean, you know, Special teams is obviously going to be incredibly important for Motley, and he does talk about that in the next clip that we have. But, you know, let, let's make no mistake. You know, there, there has to be at least some sort of reasonable expectation that you can also contribute to the defense if need be. And I think that's what's really helping Parnell Motley climb up the boards right now because he has had those interceptions and made those plays. And, you know, again, we have, we have Sean Murphy, Bunting, Jamel Dean, Carlton Davis, and those are, those are three really solid cornerbacks coming into the season. If they can build off what they did to finish the 2019 season, they could be one of the best – secondary trios in the National Football League. That is getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. But, you know, if, if we're being honest, that is within the realm of, of possibilities that, you know, at the, by the time the 2020 season is done, if they, again, if they continue the path they were on before and even get better, that this time next year we could be talking about the Buccaneers having the best secondary, at least in the division. But with all that being said, though, th- this team is one injury away from Parnell Motley playing meaningful defensive snaps. You know what I mean? Especially like on the outside. Like You're not going to put Mike Edwards on the outside. You might put him in the slot. I don't know how comfortable I'd feel there. But, I mean, if Carlton Davis – it doesn't have to be a full-blown injury, but if Carlton Davis goes down, 
you know, sprains his ankle, twists his ankle or something like that. He's down on the turf for, you know, just a few minutes, walks it off. He can come back. He's got to set out at least the one play, right, because of the injury timeout that, the, that they're going to they're gonna incur. So that means you you have either Ryan Smith, Mike Edwards, you know, I don't, I, Antoine Winfield, I guess, maybe can come down. Or you got Parnell Motley out there. And you believe me, when, 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 when those things happen, you have a rookie, especially an undrafted rookie. I mean, we might all be surprised that Parnell Motley didn't get drafted. But you better believe that if you're if you're playing against you know the New York Giants, you're playing against the Carolina Panthers, a guy like Drew Brees, you know Teddy Bridgewater, they're going to eye that guy. And if they've got a good matchup, if you got DJ Moore lined up against that guy for even one play, they're going to try to take advantage of it. You just have to believe they're going to. And Pardon Motley, as great as he's doing in training camp, that's when the rubber's going to meet the road. That's when he's going to show if he can really contribute. Doesn't have to get an interception, but even a PBU or just tight coverage that leads to an incompletion would go a long way. James, the real question is honestly, is it too soon? to say that Parnell Motley might be the second best sooner to ever suit up for the Buccaneers. Uh, yeah, that's, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, Parnell Motley again, special teams is going to be a big part of his success, right? Did talk to, did talk about that again with Scott Smith from the salty dogs podcast. So let's listen in on that. We learned a little bit something today when Keith Armstrong was, uh, was on a zoom call with the media. He said, you first crack at gunner, in the scrimmage on Friday, and, and everybody's talking about how, you know, you can be as good as you want out there on defense, but as a rookie cornerback, you're probably going to need to have a role on special teams in order to be playing on Sunday. So is that a big deal to you? Definitely a big deal, man. Uh, my college coaches warned me before I even came, or came here. Special teams always going to be a big deal, man. They always, always used to preach that at the University of Oklahoma, how special teams was a big deal in the National Football League. And, and that's just what, what they were saying, man, is holding true. So, man, uh, I just got to keep competing, my, uh, competing my guy and just keep going and keep going. Uh, I'll do as great as much as I want on defense, but special teams will play even better part. And that's mo- most likely my first snap will come from special teams. All right. So, once again, Parnell Motley there talking with the Salty Dogs podcast about the importance of special teams and him looking forward to getting that opportunity that the Buccaneers are giving him slash he's earned. And, and James, I mean, again, you know, visibility on practice and training camp has been minimal because of COVID. And, you know, so there's not a whole lot that we can actually sit here and say, well, this is why this is happening. This is why this happened. We really have to kind of by and large go off of, you know, the few tier two media guys that are in there and the video that we're getting and, and some of the reports that we're getting. But what are your thoughts about Parnell Motley? I mean, again, we, we've been talking about this ascension, this climb. This has almost been Parnell Motley week at the Lockdown Bucks podcast. But overall, what are your I mean, what are your thoughts from, you know, from the bottom floor, undrafted free agent to now and now all of a sudden he's he's going to be playing a pretty pivotal role in, you know, one of the first scrimmages of this offseason. Uh, how do you how do you feel about this? Do you feel like, you know, maybe we're onto something or I mean, you mentioned Kenny Bell or are you still kind of apprehensive or are you kind of full go on the hype, you know, because it's hype season and really what what damage does hype really do? I mean, I'm just excited to see what the kid can do in game situations. He's obviously getting to the point now, and it's not all just fan hype because, I mean, obviously fans aren't even allowed to attend these these practices like they have been in, in recent years. But he's reaching the point where it sounds like he is earning a spot on this roster. But – Without the preseason, we're going to have a very limited scope as to being able to put him in situations where he's reacting to these game situations. 
So having him play a big role in the scrimmage, I think is going to help. It's not going to tell the entire story because you're still going up against your own teammates. There's a different level of competition when you're facing off against another franchise, even when it is preseason, because when Motley would have been seeing the field, he's going up against other guys that are also fighting for their careers. They are fighting for a playoff spot. They are fighting for a job. So there is some increased competition there where it's, you know, one-on-one Motley against a fellow receiver where both guys are trying to earn jobs on their teams and not get called to the coach's office and asked to bring their playbook with them. All that being said, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what Motley can do in these scrimmages but I do think that there is still going to be a little trepidation on my part from you know what he's doing in practices and in scrimmages versus if we're seeing him on the field having to line up on defense against the Kansas City Chiefs. Real quick, before we move on uh, to our, uh, our final topic of the day, David, of course, talking about erectile dysfunction – isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or we blame ourselves saying things like I lost my mojo. We avoid it all together with excuses like I had a long day at work or honey, I'm sorry. I'm just really tired. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about it with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet with Roman. You can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is really simple. All you have to do is go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL. Thursday here at the Locked On Bucks podcast. And for our final segment, uh, we're going to discuss real quick, James, something that doesn't directly involve the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, at least at the moment, but it looks like it's something that could be quickly moving its way towards uh, the NFL landscape, and that, of course, is the the, uh, the the still developing. As we're recording, this whole thing is still developing. Um, started with the Detroit Lions, actually, according to you, actually, offline, you told me about that. I hadn't heard about the Detroit Lions skipping practice, but then the Milwaukee Bucks on Wednesday decided not to, not to take the court to play their Game 5 uh, playoff game against the Orlando Magic in response to uh, the Jacob Blake shooting there in Wisconsin. Something that, you know, a story that is still developing. Of course, we know some things. We don't know some things. Uh, So not really something that we are going to expand on because we're not lawyers. We're not active law enforcement officers. We don't know the story inside and out. So we're not going to talk about that necessarily. But this is a story that is transcending all sports and all sports leagues. Major League Baseball, the Milwaukee Brewers, shortly after after the Bucks decided not to take the court, decided not to take the field 
against the Cincinnati Reds. We see a lot of NFL personalities coming out and supporting what the basketball players are doing, supporting what the baseball players are doing. So, of course, this is something that everybody's going to kind of keep an eye on. And for me, it's almost like all eyes on the Packers now. You know, as, as the Wisconsin native football team, everybody's going to be kind of looking uh, to see what they're going to do. And, and, you know, obviously other NFL players and, and teams are going to do what they're going to do. Just kind of another chapter in, in what's been and what's been one one hell of a, I'd like to say up and down year. But really, I mean, you, the best I can call it is a down uh, year. There's really not been a whole lot of up. Uh, but that being said, you know, this is this is a conversation that a lot of people are having, right? And it's it's kind of weird because I actually had this conversation with another person. So, of course, again, our regular listeners know I just started a new job. I've, I'm I'm transitioning out of the army right now. My time is completely done, but I'm in a stage where I'm allowed to start my next phase of my life. So, uh, fortunately, I've been able to take advantage of that and start a new job here in, in recent times. And I've got some new coworkers. And of course, James, you've been through this, and and all of our our, our fringe media, new media friends have been through this. You meet new people, they eventually find out what you do as your quote-unquote side hustle, and it becomes a, cop- a topic of conversation. And of course, in today's sports landscape, a part of that conversation has often turned to uh, social injustice and, and protests and, and everything else. And, you know, recently I had a conversation with a coworker who who expressed a little bit of, you know, and it's a common thread that we've seen on social media and everything, saying that he didn't really like it, that he just he kind of looked to, to sports to get away from all that stuff. He didn't want to be reminded of that and have that, you know, thrust into his face while he's trying to get away from all that stuff. And, you know, and, and that's a share, that's a view that is shared by many. And you guys already know, if you're a regular of the show, I'm always going to preach understanding and empathy of all topics, you know, outside of the, the incredibly egregious topics. Right. Uh, but at, at the end of the day, the bottom line, when it comes to these NBA players, the baseball players, and, and again, the owners, as far as I've seen, again, this is still a developing story. I've yet to come out and kind of make a unified statement. The owner of the Milwaukee Bucks has not come out and made a statement himself if, you know, really it goes for any job, not, not just athletes, but really any job. If you have something you want to do at work, if you have a shirt you want to wear at work, if you have a, a color of button you want to wear on your vest as a, as a server in a restaurant or something, really it's, it's up to the business itself, the owner, to decide where your left and right limits are as far as how much you can express yourself on company time. Because that's really what it is. It's company time, right? And the NBA, uh, probably out of all the major sports league, the NBA has been the most open to their players slash employees using the platform that they have in their employee to demonstrate their beliefs, their personality, and kind of come out there and make a statement about their, uh, their beliefs and how they view the world. And from that platform, um, I think it's, I think it's incredibly important for people if they have that opportunity to take advantage of that opportunity. Uh, again, I've come 20 years, 20 years in the army, the United States army does not provide that platform. Now, I'm not saying if they did, I would necessarily do some of the things that these players are doing or some other athletes are doing. But what I'm saying is they have a situation where they're allowed to voice themselves. They're allowed to demonstrate what they feel is right with, with what's going on in the world. And I have no problem personally with them taking advantage of that opportunity. Now, at the same time, right, just being, being a realist, if the NBA were to say, well, we don't want our players doing that. Well, that's, that's a situation the players would then have to deal with and say, is that is it worth still staying in that in, in that contract, still staying in that business, knowing that that's what the owners of the team or the league, the managers of the brand want? That's the decision they would have to make. Fortunately for those players, they don't have to worry about that because the NBA has been very open with letting them uh, voice their opinions. And I applaud them for taking that opportunity. Now we'll see what baseball does. We'll see how the NFL handles it. But again, a topic and something that's definitely going to stretch the limits of sports coverage, James. So something we just kind of want to cover here at the end. Again, not directly impacting the Bucks yet, 
but it could. So everybody kind of needs to, I don't want to say brace for it because I don't want to say it as a negative, but for lack of a better term, I'll say brace for the potential impacts to, to spread to other leagues. Yeah, we're going to have to see how the dominoes fall now. As far as what as far as far what the NBA is doing right now, you know, the players are holding a meeting trying to figure out how they're going to move forward. We've now seen that you know, two, as of this recording, two MLB teams, the Brewers and the Reds, who were scheduled to face each other, have decided not to play. There are also meetings among other teams as to whether or not they're going to take the field. Uh, team most notably I've seen thrown around are the Seattle Mariners. Uh, who have talked about not participating. Um, ultimately, the the trickle-down effect, I think, of, of what's going on. The NFL, and I'm going to bring this back to, back to sports, the NFL start is, it's getting close, don't get me wrong, but I think it's still far enough away at this point that by time the NFL is starting, I don't see any reason that the you know the NBA or the MLB wouldn't be back to playing. I understand that these these players are out there to make a statement. They want their voices heard. They're doing what they feel they can given the platform that they have to try to continue to spread awareness. But I don't see this being a prolonged, essentially holdout that could spill over into the the NFL season being, you know, boycotted by by their players or or what the case may be. I think the NFL at this point, and we've seen a lot of support by NFL players on social media as to what the the Milwaukee Bucks started. I think the NFL players have enough time now to speak with each other, have your representatives from your team speak to one another. We know Richard Sherman is very outspoken about things like this. Uh, Tyron Matthew for the Kansas City Chiefs is another big one. You start to have some of these players speak with each other. You bring this to Commissioner Roger Goodell and you say, look, we're, we're thinking we need to do something with our platform. We need to work together to figure out what that something is so that we can use our platform, but I don't think it's going to result in them sitting out any games at this point in time. Yeah, and James, like we were saying, I mean, this is a developing story. So as we've been talking about literally in this segment, uh, the WNBA, you know, a, a bunch of players, staff, personnel, everybody coming together, uh, announcing that they will not be playing any games tonight. And the Seattle Mariners have gone on record saying they will not play their game on uh, tonight, which is Wednesday night against the San Diego Padres. So, yeah, something to keep an eye on, you know, uh, whether it's it's kind of a one-game demonstration of, of frustration from from the players in the leagues or whether it's a prolonged uh, deal is, is obviously something everybody's going to be watching for. But, you know, uh, again, uh, you know, like it, love it, or hate it, uh, the players have been given the platform and – I mean, this country is built on freedom of speech, right? It's 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 hard to blame anybody for using that right when they're provided the opportunity. All right. Well, David, we are up against the clock, so that will do it for this episode. Again, it's something to kind of keep an eye on moving forward. We're a long ways out from the start of the NFL season, but we'll see what the domino effect is from what the NBA, MLB, uh, and the like all decide to do. Until then... Please check out everything going on over at BucksNation.com. Send us your voicemails to 813-444-5841. Follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayArco underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. 
Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to each other. And we thank you so much for joining us right here at 